G'day gamers, this is your host Luke Hepburn and I'm back with a summary of the latest video game news from the land down under. Today, it's Thursday the 28th of October, let's get into it. Okay, so the big news today will be that the state of play for Sony PlayStation is on at 7am. By the time you're listening to this, it's probably gone live. Check out YouTube and you'll find it. I won't be able to talk about it on this show because this show is recorded in advance of 7am. That of course is Australian Eastern Standard Time. Otherwise, it's 2pm Pacific Time. Sony has previously said that we'll see a lot of update to games that we're looking forward to. Probably Final Fantasy and Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, I'm guessing. When the show was first announced, they did say that we could expect a couple of surprises. Keep an eye out on it for today. Respawn has released a new Apex Legends trailer showcasing the title's upcoming Stormpoint map. This will launch alongside Apex Legends Season 11 called Escape on November 2nd. Escape will also see a new playable character called Ash. Ash appeared as an antagonist in Titanfall 2. Perhaps you remember her as Dr. Ashley Reed. As for Stormpoint, the new map, it's described as an island paradise with pristine beaches and towering mountain peak. It's said to be about 15% larger than World's Edge, the previous record holder for the biggest map. Apex Legends 11th season launches next Tuesday on PC, Xbox, PlayStation and Switch. Sadly, no update for a next-gen update just yet, but it is under development. I'll give a link to the new Apex Legends Escape gameplay trailer which shows off all the new map modes and characters. Find it on YouTube or getagamers.com. So Activision's Call of Duty, we all know, swallowed up our hard drive space. Well, good news that Call of Duty Vanguard's in-store size will be up to 30 to 50% less on next-gen console and PC hard drive disk space. Activision is saying that they're using a new on-demand texture streaming technology, but haven't gone into details exactly how this works yet. Hopefully what this means for all of us is we don't have to delete every other game on our consoles or PC to play Vanguard and Warzone Pacific. So Doom Eternal's Horde mode has gone live. The 6.66 update is now available and it features a new arcade styled Horde mode, a refined battle mode 2.0 experience, two new master levels and much more. The update is available today for PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. So in some financial news today, Microsoft have released their latest earnings report, stating that gaming revenue has grown by 16% and hardware sales have seen the biggest growth growing by a whopping 166% thanks to the demand for the Xbox Series X and S consoles. That's something to boast about considering the, the amount of chip shortages and other supply issues with COVID-19. Obviously, Microsoft will be even happier in a couple of months when you see the launch of key titles Halo Infinite and Forza Horizon 5, as well as the expansion of Xbox Cloud Gaming. With all that extra revenue, you can expect Microsoft to snap up a few more game companies soon. Well, here's some Ghost Recon news that has been more positive than the recent Frontline announcement, and that is 
Operation Motherland is coming to Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Effectively, this update is after your mission on Aurora is over and Nomad has left the island. There's a bunch of countries that want to control the island and its technology, and the CIA is brought in to help you. So rather than a story mode, you now have conquest mode. A bunch of missions are available to choose from. You'll be able to destroy objectives, secure enemy camps, stealing vehicles, and choosing to extract or eliminate the four Bodak lieutenants. Sounds a lot like Wildlands, right? Well, it looks like Wildlands when you watch the trailer. Basically, what you need to do is conquer different territories of Aurora and allow Outcasts, the group that you've joined up with, to gain back control. In regards to the Bodarks, there's five new enemy archetypes that you'll have to tackle. The island itself is getting a bunch of changes as well. New atmospheres, very specific to the five different zones, will come into effect with autumn, winter, weather changes including cloudiness, rain, fog conditions and sunniness will vary around different parts of the island. There's a new camo that's unlockable in conquest mode, basically allowing you to be invisible to enemies up to a certain distance. The maximum XP has also gone from 30 up to 99. The other great news, this update actually comes out on November 2nd. There's a stack more in this update and as part of the 20th anniversary there's free skins available too from iconic characters from the past. John Kozak, Scott Mitchell and Alicia Diaz. Oh, and this update is free. I personally have tried to start playing this game with my friends and we keep turning it off. I think I've found a way to get back into it. As someone who was a massive Wildlands fan, this could be good. Search for the new trailer or check out g'daygamers.com and I'll post it to this daily post. A video game based on A Quiet Place has been announced. A Quiet Place, the video game, is a new single-player story-driven horror adventure video game. Elogica, a Montreal-based studio who worked on Rainbow Six and Far Cry for Ubisoft, are putting this game together. Platforms have not been detailed yet, but we know that it's coming out in 2022 sometime. A Quiet Place, the movie, really lends itself to video games and it sort of sends your imagination of how this could turn out. Check out the movie trailer to understand more if you haven't yet seen it. Basically, the characters of the movie have to stay really quiet, otherwise they're hunted by these creatures. Ooh, as a video game, this could be really intense. The question is, can they pull it off? A tweet from PlayStation has said, we can collect more than 400 stunning cars in Gran Turismo 7, including fascinating models from automotive history. Start your collection on March 4. I'll post the link to the trailer that was attached on G'day Gamers. The video game website Gaming Bolt have conducted an interview with THQ's Destroy All Humans 2 developer Black Forest Games. What was interesting about the interview was Black Forest explained that they decided to stick with PC and next generation consoles, only telling Gaming Bolt that optimization had already been a significant hurdle on the PS4 and Xbox One when they had been working on the previous game. The developers also went on to explain that other factors such as higher NPC counts, and larger, more complex levels would 
have also made optimization on previous gen consoles more complicated. They're hoping to deliver a console experience that is visually on par with the PC version, it says, which wasn't the case with the 2020 remake. In terms of the actual game, some highlights in the interviews were that the cloning chamber would return and players will now be able to choose from a vast variety of skin options, not only in single player, but also in co-op split screen. They also had the human hive locations. Instead of looking for single humans, you could basically seek buildings housing human targets to collect the desired type in bulk. I'll link to the articles from G'day Gamers. The team behind Far Cry 6, Ubisoft, have a great sense of humor or a really good marketing department. To ensure that you don't forget about playing Far Cry 6, they're sending out emails now if you haven't played the game in a few days saying basically thank you for allowing El Presidente to have such a free time. If you're playing it and making progress, instead it'll taunt you to keep trying. Alright guys, it's time to wrap it up. Remember to jump on the Sony State of Play event at 7am Australian Eastern Standard Time and I'll see you all tomorrow. Catch you later.